Let's go fishing, let's make a day I got the pole, you got the bait It's so pretty, I'd sure hate to waste this time We'll find us a shady little spot Not too cool, not too hot Kick on back till we feel a tug on the line Hey Jack Hey buddy, here we are again, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, yeah, very good, how's your week been? Busy, busy with um, fishing, Rob Oh yeah, I saw those posts, yeah, you've got a lot of contemplative um, photos next to lakes Yes, I think uh, I'm, in that, I'm in that mood at the moment, I'm loving it, it's, it's really, really lovely, yeah I mean, is it a yeah. sport, is fishing a sport? I guess it is, oh, maybe we could question. do a fishing We should do a fishing trip maybe yeah, That's I mean, we've, we've mentioned so many trips we shouldn't do oh, that we haven't yet done. Um, <laughs> as keen listeners will be aware of, they're like, isn't this podcast about them going to sport events? Uh, well, we do, we just do it individually anything. at the moment, which yeah. is... <laughs> um, um, but yeah, fishing, it's been great fun, it's been nice. Do you do you have a nice rod? I have a really nice rod, yeah. It's um, <laughs> flexible. Describe it. Uh, it's flexible, it's uh, it's very long. Um mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's pliant, it's good, and it catches you know good good fish. So uh, oh. yeah, that's useful. <laughs> many many different varieties of fish. It's a good rod. I'm proud of my yes. rod. What sort um, of fish is your rod in contact with these days? Or um, slimy old carps. <laughs> There's no way to speak about them. Carp. No, honest, um, honestly, I'm, I'm not joking. It's absolutely brilliant. I mean, I'm I, I, all my friends will be bored of me talking about it, but Bob Mortimer and what, Paul Whitehouse gone fishing. Yeah, um, yeah, they're two people who I would love to have on this podcast at some point, especially Bob. He's just and Paul, to be fair, uh, they're just absolute legends. And their show, Gone Fishing, has just mm. completely. It's like my favourite TV show, and so Is I it? decided to go fishing. And um, you know, they they prescribe the fishing on the NHS now for mental Do health they? sufferers. Yeah, so yeah, you can go to the NHS, you can go to your GP, and then you can be prescribed a course of fishing to um, give you some respite and some all that kind of stuff. Apparently, there's wow. proven um, what are they called? You know, like reports and stuff saying that fishing actively helps your mental health, and it really has. Mm. It's been amazing, and like, you know, less good on doesn't cure diabetes, for example. Yeah, you know, if you're having no. a heart attack, I would suggest that don't don't go fishing. Don't go fishing. <laughs> call, yes. call an ambulance or something. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've got you know some mental health stuff, honestly, and it's really really good, and there's nothing yeah. like it. We should go fishing. Yes, we'll definitely go fishing. I, d- I do remember going fishing with my dad to somewhere in Wakefield, quite a busy park somewhere in Wakefield. I can't remember what it was called. Mm. Um, and I think Dad was hopeful that you know we might catch on, as it were. Um, but I didn't really. I mean, I, I think uh, it's quite hard to sit still as a fourteen-year-old or twelve. Is it hard? Is it hard to si- is it hard to sit still now as a mid-forty-year-old or? Oh no, I I find that much much easier. Sedentary lifestyle, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We should do it. I'm not joking. We should definitely do it. It's brilliant. How's your week been? Has your week been good? Uh, It's been quite a busy week, actually. Yeah, quite a busy week. I've been back and forth. I'm doing some coaching work at Heathrow, um, where I go along and um, do some sort of actory type things with leaders at Heathrow, which is always a interesting process because you can just tangibly 
sense the resistance in the room when yeah. it's mentioned why I'm there and how I might be able to help them. And you can see just sort of see a cynicism and fear, <laughs> um, which I have to overcome. But I can say almost without exception that um, people have really bought into it and had a lovely time. And it actually is. what an amazing place it is. Like you, you draw the curtain at Heathrow yeah. and you see, this is a, a 78,000 staff work wow. at the airport or, or, around the airport and that's a town that's a big town yeah. and so you know it's a huge thing with incredible diversity in the roles and what people do and and you understand how passionate people are about aviation and what mm. they're doing and it's really quite inspiring so next time i fly to through Heathrow, which will be actually new year mm-hmm. so i'm just booked my little american trip to miami and new york god you bloody love america you did oh, i do actually i enjoy visiting america mm. um so i'm going there for new year which would be fun and um, I'll be flying through Heathrow with fresh eyes mm. about what goes on. Mm. Um, but crucially, as you'd be aware, um, well, I don't know if you are aware, Jack, but... I don't know. What are you going to um, say? I've just been chatting to Caitlin, who, you know, has got an excellent social media presence. And as a consequence, yeah, is sort of, you know, you know, our press secretary until such time Jason Howard has taken over that role, but yes, yes. he's been a bit absent, really, uh, committee meetings. But uh, Caitlin, essentially, you know, is the default press officer at the minute. Mm. And she's been inundated with calls from Adidas, Nike, Puma, Kappa, because they've heard about this potential, you know, walking hockey docky soap that Netflix and Disney are in a sort of bidding war around. And they want oh to get God. in a piece of the action to design oh. our future kit if it were to go... Oh if it to take off. So, you know, we're talking millions of pence potentially here in a, in a bidding war yeah. um, to design our, our new kit. I mean, it's nice to be in that position. I mean, all of those big hitters are interested in... Apparently, yeah, she's inundated with, with calls from them. Um, I think it was them or, my, or maybe it was Stag or something. I was going to say, or, or, or maybe um, Leacock Sportif. Or yeah, Gola. That'd, yeah, that'd be lovely. Gola. Yeah. Yes, Gola are making a comeback uh, in the kit stake. Clarks. Um, <laughs> I'd take Clarks. That's incredible. Clark's that's incredible. But it got us thinking, didn't it? It did, yeah, about kits. I mean, <laughs> that's such a good segue. <laughs> Airports too. <laughs> yeah, kits. Mm. Um, kits are important, aren't they? Now, we've been wanting to do this for we've a long time, haven't we? Yeah, we're quite excited, yeah. <laughs> we really I mean, this like literally kits. could be here hours <laughs> yeah, talking about this. But this is a real, you know, tenuous excuse to start talking about amazing sporting kits. In- inevitably, I imagine, I don't know, we're going to focus on a lot of football kits. Yeah, we are. But we are. Um, I've got a few others I'd like to talk about. But kits, I mean... You love them, don't you? I uh, there's something um, there's something deep within me that just loves sporting attire. <laughs> something deep, primal, instinctive. Um, so much so that me and my friends will, and this is across different groups of friends. I seem to collect yeah. people who just love football kits. We will send during the close season when all the kits start to come out. We'll just randomly send each other the kits that are coming through, and yeah. the response, the reply will either be yes or no if it's yes then we start to talk about it how smart it is and then we rank it on what what social occasions we could actually wear it to yes so a football kit will come through and you'll look at it and you go yes 
definitely I'd do that at a wine tasting in Mayfair. That's how right. smart and trendy that football kit is. Wow. That's okay. how, that's the level we go into. It's like, yeah. uh, not so much maybe a car boot sale in Warsaw, something like that. But this, we're so obsessed with football kits because they are, they're our colors, you know, yeah. for our football, for our football teams as well. But so, I mean, they, and they really have kicked off in the past few years, the past decade. We've sort yeah. of tied into really sort of, especially the football kits, really out there, outlandish football kits. And some of them are just so smart. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to wear them to bed. I used to wear mm. football kits to bed. So have you always had kits? I mean, have you always been a kit wearer from being quite young? Were you bought kits? Yeah, I, um, oh, I really shouldn't really talk about my first kit that was bought for me. Because you must. I'm going to get absolutely slated for this. Was it a Villa kit? Yeah, it was a Villa kit. Yeah. Mm, it was the Darius Vassell. Do you remember him? I, and this is yes. the thing. Football kits, you instantly remember the sponsors and that sponsor takes you back to yeah, the era. Yeah, that's keep it. We've got to talk about that. But you're, talk, you're in baggy era here, aren't you? Yeah, you're I'm in the baggy era of Yeah, kits. baggy era of kits. So, yes. you know, sort of late 90s. Um, yeah. And it was Darius, Darius Vassell. Um, Villa kit I think it was was it LDV the sponsor on it it was a nice mm. kit but um, I quickly kind of shooed it off I stuck it under my bed after I went to my Albion game but um, I can't believe I've just said that live on a recording that my first football live kit, on a recording live that doesn't make sense yeah. that couldn't possibly believe, be edited out couldn't possibly or indeed in I mean it's to, not going to be really edited out is it <laughs> yeah but kits are just I've always loved football kits you know when you play for football teams as well you're hoping we've got a good kit and every season yeah. is so important. I mean, what about you? Is it football your first kits? Was it cricket or? So that's a, just on that. There's a distinct difference, isn't there, between being bought a kit mm-hmm. of a team that you aspire and like, or indeed one that you just like the kit of. I yeah. know like, for example, my nephews have a lot of different rugby kits, not necessarily of teams they support, but just because they like the kit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. And that is very different to donning a kit before you run out onto the pitch yeah. where it does become your your battle armor your costume your uniform and that's a very different feeling and i've never i mean i really really enjoy and appreciate kits but i'm always reluctant to wear them beyond the context of going to the pub to watch the match yeah i feel like potentially a bit self-conscious in a kit i feel like it plays to my slight prejudice of being in gatwick south terminal mm-hmm going on planes to various holiday resorts where you see sort of loads of lads in tracky bottoms and their kit yeah there is because it's, it's comfortable to travel in yeah um so i feel like there's not many conversely to you and your pals not many occasions i would actually choose to wear my kit you see i completely understand and you can mm. instantly picture that person wearing that football yeah. kit I, I i where was i i was literally in sainsbury's the other day and someone was wearing a birmingham city kit and i'm like that's a bit weird place to wear it but I, it's not about that the thing about football kits as well is i am very much like your nephew i will buy loads of kits but only wear them at sporting events i mean i wouldn't right. wear them to you know all that kind of stuff just for the comfort of it yeah but i would wear dortmund's first blackout kit in the 80s to a wine tasting in mayfair so <laughs> it's a bit of a it's a bit of a contradiction really <laughs> yes i mean w- I mean, I guess we need to make a distinction, although this is part of the thing between training wear and kit, because mm. I think as part of, you know, well, let's be frank, kits these days are massive marketing opportunities. Yeah, they are. Hence why you've got, you know, home kit, away kit, third kit, fourth all kit. that stuff, yeah. sometimes a fourth kit, associated training wear. I mean, 
I get a lot of emails from the Legionite shop about various releases of training wear, etc. The big coats. I mean, there's a lot of money, some of this stuff. Mm, it is. I mean, there's, some, there's something very fashionable about it. I mean, Arsenal's fourth kit, I think it's... Or is it Arsenal Ladies' third kit? Um, I've just bought it, actually. It's beautiful. Um, Stella McCartney designed it. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? And like the press shoots that they have, even Arsenal's third kit, the press, the which I've also bought, like a a, a dark forest green with a navy blue uh, yeah. sleeves. It's really gorgeous football kit. That photo shoot, I mean, it could have been like you know, I'd I'd, I'd walk down a Milan fashion fashion catwalk yeah. in it. It's so fucking brilliant. Yeah. Well, we should come on to that. Well, so let's give this some structure. Let's let's think. So I mean. Your favourite kits, Jack. I you mean, are we, do, are we doing a top ten here? Are we doing top three? Are we just talking through the ages? What? Where do you? Where do you go to when you think about kits? Yes, it's true. Prior to thinking about, there's been a lot of pressure on this episode because we love kits so much, or rather, I love kits so much. <laughs> I've gone with three, and it's very, very difficult. I've tried to team the aesthetic of the kit plus the mm. memory that that football kit gives me as well. Yes, because there's that as well. Yeah. Well, don't go near your top three yet. Let's just okay. go through classic kits. Classic kits. Um, things that come to mind through the ages. One that always comes to mind is World Cups. Yes. Now, football and World Cups have some absolutely amazing football kits. Some honourable mentions. Yeah. Nigeria 2018. Did you ever right see that Right up kit? there for me. Oh, right up there for me. Correct. I absolutely love that kit. I mean, we, we're going to have to do do some picture painting here. Yeah, it's a, it's a Nike kit to start mm-hmm. with. It's got that luminescent green that that only really someone with a darker skin tone than me could ever possibly get away with wearing, mm-hmm. which I think is often key. It's luminescent green body with these sort of V shapes, kind of like jaggedy V shapes, yeah. white Vs on the lime green. And on the sleeves are a darker green with yeah. the same V pattern, a nice sort of roundy V neck, quite a high neck, no collar. Yeah. Good Nike swoosh, nice simple badge, top left hand side, in the kind of slightly body hugging shape kit era, thin yeah. material, Russia 2018. And this went off, didn't it? People yeah. bought this, like this became a real. They, they um, sold that you know, absolutely. I mean, there was like a black market for it, just trying to get it anywhere. I, I never managed to get my hands on it, but it's a such a good... And Nigeria have got some incredible football kits throughout the years. Incredible. Yeah. If you Google their kits throughout history, and I would implore the listener to do so, they are some absolutely amazing kits. Very out there. They've always been sort of out there. The patterns are very, very... Almost sort of garish at points, which is really yeah. cool, which goes against like, you know, England have some very smart football kits, as I'll talk about in a bit. But England, you know, it's you know, it's white and a flash of blue or a flash of red or mm. whatever and that kind of stuff. We do have smart kids, but to have this color and this vibrancy that a lot of the African teams have as well, but Nigeria especially, they have some absolutely beautiful kids. And it did for me culminate in that 2018 kit, yeah. and it was just everyone went mental, mental for it. It was absolutely brilliant kit. Another it's a country, classic. it's a modern classic. Another country who has always, in my opinion, had some fantastic kits, and I'm thinking. I'm guessing it was late 80s. It possibly might be early 90s. Holland, the Netherlands. Excellent kits. Gorgeous. Go- I mean, orange is a fantastic colour. That bright orange is a fantastic colour for a football kit. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. hate orange. It's probably my least favourite colour, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't wear an orange T-shirt, but those those orange 
Dutch kits were absolutely brilliant. And there's one, the Adidas, sort of a V-neck, white collar, a, a tight-looking yeah. V-neck, but then sort of like diamond triangle lattice, different shades of orange, and then white flashing through it. I'm thinking it must have been Bergkamp. must have been early Bergkamp in that kind of player, in that kind of era. Absolutely brilliant kit. Their blackout away kits are absolutely out, out of this world. Yeah. I'll, I'll, there we go 1998 there we go that's exactly it rob's just put a picture up for me but this sort of <laughs> di- <laughs> this sort of diamond kind of very geometric shapes of flashing into a white it's a gorgeous kit oh, beautiful really good now. and it does conjure memories of van basten mm. Bergkampi, those great dutch players of that era late well van Basten probably a bit late for him maybe but yeah 98 and i think and this is this is a topic for discussion but it has the adidas originals logo mm-hmm. on and the three stripes on the shoulder and i have to say when i've been doing my research about kits overwhelmingly the best ones have been adidas ones. 110 percent. adidas are the they king. really got it nailed down haven't they the kit king they really have yeah they are the kit king but yeah, some fantastic kits. Now, I'm going to throw one in now that is, in, one of them is in my top, this is in my top three kit. Oh, do you want to go there yet? Well, do you want to go there yet? But it's it's sort of linked towards okay. what I'm talking about now. So I'm just going okay. to throw it in because yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the list now and I have to talk about it. I'm just going to say yeah. it. England, 1990, not the away shirt, the recent shirt that has just come out. It was a 1990 throwback, blackout. It is out of blackout blackout so you know the original shirt of it was um light bright blue like a pale baby blue yes what the england third kit england third kit 1990 yeah Um, yeah and they've done a blackout version of it and it is literally art it is art it's one of the best kits i've ever seen in my life um i managed to get a copy of it and uh i wore it to the england when we beat Germany in the Euros. Oh, it's just that I'm looking at Rob's getting the picture of it's so nice. Umbro in the late late eighties, early nineties, those England yep. kids were out of this world. The diamond again. I'm very. I'm a big fan it's of diamond and stripes combined, isn't it? With yeah. the old sort of umbro tape around, around the, the shoulder, sleeve, around the sleeves. Classic umbro badge, a little dark blue collar, yes. and three lions on the left chest. Again, it, that is a classic. The England third kit, eighty nine to ninety one yeah. period. So that would have been Italian ninety third kit. But in blackout, um, I would wear that to a press night. I would wear it to um, a wine tasting. I'd wear it to a Michelin star restaurant. I'd wear it to a wedding. You wouldn't wear it to a press night. I'm not joking. I would. Okay. Next press night I'm on. Next job I get. And I'm on a press night. I'm wearing it for you. Did you say you bought a fake top there? No, no, no. I bought it from, I think it was Sports Direct. They were selling it from Sports Direct. But it was incredibly expensive. An unlicensed copy or a licensed copy? No, no, no. It was a licensed copy. Oh, just checking. No, no, it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. I promise. So that is that you're saying that is third place. That's in my top three. I th- I, that's in my top. I can't. I can't rank top threes. I'm sorry. I can't. Oh, okay. I don't know okay. what my favorite kit is, but that is up there, top three, definitely, hundred percent. Well, as we're sort of in that vein, because I think it's sort of of the same school. It's a cousin of the tops that we've just described. Um, the Netherlands kit. It's in the. It's in the same vein. <laughs> but I'm just going to nominate, and this is in my top three as well. I think it's often described as the um, Arsenal bruised banana kit. Oh, so it yes. is 
Um, Arsenal 90s, same era. So it's probably similar designer when they roll out. They often do that, don't they? Oh. But it's um, um, like a zigzag line uh, with uh, horizontal dashes in it, yellow with black zigzags on the black or, or dark, uh, probably black trimmed with really tiny, thin red piping, three Adidas stripes on the, on, the, on the shoulder gorgeous. and the classic Adidas original crest as well and i think that that really is uh, well probably again worn by Bergkamp. yeah and it does speak to i think you know jvc is the sponsor yeah so often so many shirts are for me associated with sponsorships yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, man united sharp kit yes liverpool crown paints newcastle Arsenal, jvc newcastle newcastle brown leeds strongbow kit yeah. Championship yeah, yeah, Holston for Tottenham. Yes, yes. You know, yes. those you, you did associate the sponsor with the kit so so readily, didn't you? Ideal Whereas boilers. Now, Ideal boilers for West Bromwich Albion. It's <laughs> it's it's up there, right? <laughs> yeah. And like now it's some Chinese betting shop, but yeah, I, I've is. no idea what there are. There's so many of them. They don't hang around very long. Whereas these sponsorship deals used to be like for three to five years, mm-hmm. so they'd become synonymous with an era. Yeah. That is an absolutely um, outstanding football kit. I mean, talking about West Brom, we had a, an away kit a couple of seasons ago that was sort of reminiscent of that kit. Um, it was nowhere near as good and it was sort of slapdash a little bit, but I loved it. It's such a gorgeous kit. I'm sure Arsenal, yeah. that I mean, Arsenal's kits are, pff, am I going to say it? Through history, but they're probably my favourite kits across history. I was about to say, they've got to be really up there as one of the, consistently best kits mm, they're really because they've really got are. the classic they've got the classic home kit design they don't really mess with it massively no. which means they can go to town on their second and away kits and that that yellow is such a nice contrast to their yeah. home kit as well um i mean this season's away kit is is pretty crazy yeah the um yeah i'm not a massive fan of that one yeah it's a bit weird um but arsenal kits are stunning and their training kits are out of this world as well and i'm pretty sure they did a throwback with that shirt as their training kits they wore like their warm-up jackets were that kit i think yeah really really gorgeous football kit i'm gonna come in with something a little bit sort of personal but sort of left wing a little bit sort of Mm. outside the box yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you might be able to. It's a recent kit. You might okay. have to get this pulled up for you so you can see it. Yeah. Hibernian. Oh, crikey. Google's. Home kit. 2018-2019. <laughs> I'm just a fan. I'm just Googling now. New Hibs kit. Rob's having a Google. 2018-2019. Um, now. Oh, 2019. 2018-2019. So you've... Oh, I think... Oh, I think... I think this might be it. It's from a kit sponsor who... I'm not really a fan of. They haven't made some amazing kits, in in my opinion. I'm pretty sure Albion are going with it next. Macron, not great. Yes. Not great at all. Not a fan of Macron. Leeds had a spell of Macron when we slipped down into the first and second divisions. Yeah, Yeah, not good. They're not good kits. Now, this Hibs shirt is... I've got... I've got. I, I like green football kits. I think green mm. kits are really kind of smart. They're really cool. Yeah, this kit is my two least favorite colors: orange and green. Green and orange. Oh, sorry, I apologize. Mm. Well, I just want to offset the navy blue with being an Albion fan. Um, yeah. Macron kit: white sleeves down the breast, uh, very dark green on the right hand side, leading mm. towards through diamonds and triangles to a lighter green. Really mm. smart. Thin collar. One button collar. They're my favourite collars, actually. That's sort a of beautiful like, collar. It is a good collar, isn't it? Sort of... Yeah. Uh, Almost granddad shirt Granddad shirt. That's the one. Exactly. That's it. Like an Oxford collar sort of thing. Yes. With one button on the top. Collar, but yeah. 
Is it not yeah. Oxford? What's an Oxford collar? No, Oxford collar's a button-down collar. Yeah, oh, you are with a little button in. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you that's are right. right. So, so, so you're probably, I think you're right with Granddad. Anyway, I'm not a fucking fashion <laughs> Easter, whatever. Um, yeah, so like it's one button top. It's the, my favourite kind of collar. The mm. Hibs Hibs um, badge is brilliant. I think it's a gorgeous badge. I, I, yeah, they're my Scottish nice team as well. Really, really smart football kit that is for me. Really, yeah. really smart, and it's up there. It's up there as my. It's a gradation of colour, but normally a gradation might go from top to bottom or bottom to top. Mm, mm. Uh, but this is a, as you said, like a horizontal gradation going from yeah, the right yeah. to the left hand side, which I think makes it a little bit. It's distinctive. smart. Would yeah, wear nice. it. Very trendy. Would wear it out. Ten out yeah. of ten. It's worth saying we'll we'll share these pictures on our social media so you can yeah, have a little look at them. Out. And please do share your favourite kits in response. Yeah, which we'll do a poll. Be, it would which be nice to see them. We should which, do a poll. Which kits are your favourites? Yeah. So you mentioned that you were wearing your first kit, and this is going to have to be in my top three because of what it means to me. Mm-hmm. And probably the first and only full kit that I was ever bought or wore where I'm talking about this wasn't, you don't just buy the top, but you get the full top shorts, socks combo. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going right back to being a young lad here. Hold on. This are you saying you were, are you saying you were a f- full kit wanker? Yeah. As a child, yeah, as a child, I mean, but yeah, you'll but... know why, because <laughs> this kit is, is memorable and distinctive. Okay. Not okay. for its top, but for its shorts. Yes. I am okay. talking Scotland's World Cup appearance in 1986, where Whoa. it was a beautiful, classic, dark blue, um, little overlapping round neck, white collar, again with a lovely badge. But the key part to it was the infamous hooped shorts. Look at them shorts. White shorts with a blue band around the ass in the middle. <laughs> Umbro kit. Now this, honestly, I can't describe... The world went mad when this was released. You look at it now and it's sort of like, oh, yeah, it's quite funny. It's a bit unusual. But the world went mad about this kit. Gordon Strachan era, era. World Cup 86, would that be Spain? Mexico 86, Spain. I can't remember, it's Spain or Mexico. And, uh, yeah, it was one of the rare World Cups that Scotland qualified, which obviously made it extra special. But this kit, now I'm going to have to dig out a kit of me as a seven, eight-year-old wearing this kit because uh, I have the, a shot of me by the front door or in the front garden, proudly wearing this. Are you Scottish, have been, My mum is Scottish. Okay. Phew, and so this close. is my mum. So I'm a half <laughs> Scot, a proud half Scot. Good man. And uh, my mum uh, was very proud that I was wearing this kit. But oh, it's, I love a, that. It's, a, it's a banger, isn't it? Uh, it's got, it's Scotland have got some stunning kits. It's their colour as well. That is a gorgeous navy blue. And I would yeah. suggest those shorts are pretty cool. Really cool. I'd wear those out. Definitely I'd yeah. wear those out. Very yeah, smart. And they were proper like silky football short styley as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. Scotland have got some very, very nice kits. I mean, I obviously can't wear them because I'm English. That would be too far. Yes. It's like me walking around in a Wolves shirt or a Villa shirt, not the yeah. one that I bought when I was a child. Um, yeah. It, there's another country as well that you can't wear and they've had some stunning football kits and that's Germany. Yeah. Can't wear a Germany yes. kit. They've got some stunning kits. Honorable Gorgeous mention, kits. Uh, it was like the penguin, um, st- a thick stripe down the middle of the penguin shirt, uh, black with white thin stripes down the shoulder all the way down. Oh, very, very nice kit. The um, They had the German coloured flag, their German flag colours sort of zigzagging across underneath Well, black this has got to be, I think, 
the favourite for me. The West Germany yeah, has wars, Italia ninety kit, yeah. which you know, infamous Gazetteers, etc. Now this is associated for me with Lothar Matthias wearing <laughs> yeah. his kit, picking up the World Cup, yeah. and it is again. It's it's what Adidas did so brilliantly was that they would integrate their three stripes in some way into kits in really effective ways yeah. to create a design and a brand that was on brand with Adidas, but then really sang out and then would often get like copied through club kits after mm. they'd launched the international world cups. But yeah, you've got the black, red, yellow, and it sort of forms like a tick, doesn't it? Almost yeah. a tick, two ticks combined as it goes across the chest, still with the black three stripes on the shoulders Really stunning kit, God, West Germany, nice kit. Italia 90. Really, it's that's an all-time nice classic, actually. hundred Really, really good. And yeah, we can't wear it because we're English. It's really annoying. No. And that spawned some similar ones. I would say there was a very similar version to that. It was probably, possibly, yeah, it probably would be the same World Cup, which was Colombia's version oh, of yes. that. And Colombia just have, I mean, A, the flag has got the brilliant, lovely, striking colours. Yeah. Their kit often yellow with that red and blue accent. And so the Columbia Italian 90 kit, Carlos Valderrama oh, with that hair. Yes. Um, really, really great kit. And this is a sort of similar version to that in that it's got that yellow and then three stripes on either shoulders coming down. That is a stunning blue and red. Kit. They really kit. are. They genuinely really are. If you get a good football kit, they're like fashion statements, man. I love them so, so much. They're amazing things. There's so, I have so many, and I really want to buy all of these now. I really want that Columbia kit. That's so nice. The thing about it as well, and I don't know. Oh, God. he's, he's Ladies and gentlemen, he's, he's just shared his screen and put so many football kits on. They're so nice. <laughs> the other thing as well is, like, you know, we all have kickabouts and we all play for football teams. Hmm. You buy all of these football kits, and you want to walk down to the pitch and some, to training, and somebody go, that is whose kit's that that's so nice yeah. you're like korea 1924 i got it ages ago it's really <laughs> really smart it's just like random kits it's i love it my best mate ali is upset he's got like wardrobes and wardrobes and wardrobes of of amazing football kits and every time really? we play football he'll just be wearing a completely different kit and i'm like that is absolutely gorgeous yeah now another one for mm. me which this could be my favorite football kit oh this could be my favourite quote football kit. I've put it down as one, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, we're back to Arsenal. Mm. The last kit they wore at Highbury. The dark red. The wine red. Right. The wine red 2005-2006 yeah. football kit. It, yeah, for me, could be It could be my favourite kit. I O2 love that sponsored. Colour. O2 sponsored. Thierry Henry. Yeah. Pires. Yeah. That squad. I mean, they were kind of coming out at the end of that era, just before they moved to the Emirates. That kit for me. And when it came out, everyone was like, what the hell? That's not an Arsenal kit. And I adored it. It had a very weird collar. Yeah. A sort of normal kind of, you know, rounded collar at the front. And at the back, it had like a very tiny, like, polo neck at the back that you could flick up. Oh, yeah. Um, or wear down. I obviously flicked it up because, I mean, how old was I when I was in 2005? 12 14 something like that 13 and i remember thinking i look really really cool thierry Henry on the back number 14 on the back of the collar it said highbury from the season that they formed and started playing there too 20 2006 i love that kit i love that color i love i love it i love highbury i wish arsenal went back to highbury i love arsenal 
gorgeous kit. Yeah, because they did. Um, a lot of clubs have to sort of do something on their centenaries or celebrations, don't they, to sort of mark that in some way. It's interesting you raise that one because that is a bit of a controversial kit, I think. Very much so, yeah, I think so. I don't, you know, obviously a departure from the classic Arsenal Red. Oh, God, look at that kit. That is so nice. Yeah, but the colour is, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, a lot going on there. But it's sort of Interesting, classy. the badge in the centre of the yeah, chest badge, as yeah, well. Yeah, badge in the centre, very smart, I like that. It's very classy. I like the gold of the O2. It's just a mm. gorgeous, really smart football kit. I'd wear that too. So centre badges makes us think of classic England kits because often a mm. centre badge has featured in various England kits over the years. Yes. Where, what would be your favourite England kits? I really struggle with England kits. I mean, I've obviously mentioned one. I mean, it was sort of a it was sort of a special edition, the blackout kit. But mm. recent kits, England kits, I'm going to go on record and say they've been absolutely awful. Haven't they? Awful. They awful really have. Kits. I mean, the one they're yeah. wearing at the moment is vile. Dark blue down to light blue and then the white underneath. And then a yeah, horrible which line just then it. sort of looks like the pattern gets interrupted by the seam. Yes, And no exactly. one's thought that actually, well, should we do something the other side of the seam? Exactly. And it's like, well, no, we can't really replicate that, so we'll just stop at the seam. It just looks horrible. I'm horrible totally with kit. you. I'm totally, totally with you. They've been really kind so of... So disappointing. Really, really not imaginative at all. And do you remember a few years ago, I can't remember what tournament it is, England's um, training pre-match kit, warm-up kit, was a throwback to the 82 kit, which is mm. a gorgeous England kit. I think it's 82. It might be a little bit later. Gorgeous kit. They had... The blue, the white, and the red, and then the rest of it white. Yeah. I can't remember what tournament it was, but recently. But the version of that training kit was absolutely stunning. We should, should have been our England kit, and the rest of them have been rubbish. I mean, the last England kit that I loved, home England kit, was yeah. Beckham 2002. They had yes. the red line all the way down it. I think that's a classic mm. shirt now for me. Was it almost like a St. George's St. Cross, George's cross. really thin, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Sort of, I think, was nice. Yeah, I mean, that 82 England kit was a, a favourite for me. I'd quite like the 96, Euro 96 kit, yeah. which was kind of like white with the central crest again. And then, of course, I mean, you just have to talk about the World Cup winning 66. 1966 yeah. red kit. No brand on there. Nope. Just the badge. It is pure. Red. It's pure. It's pure. It's a pure football kit. It's smart. It's yeah. classy. It's brilliant. Uh, here's a conversation for you. Here's a topic of discussion. Long mm. sleeve or slot, short sleeve? When did long uh, sleeve shirts go out of fashion? I love yes. long sleeve shirts. That's true. Yeah, you rarely see that. You rarely you? see them. There's often a version, isn't there? I remember so there was a phase in the early Premier League days when, when we start to see a bigger influx of overseas players who obviously didn't realise how cold it was and you'd see them either yeah. with a long sleeve version of the shirt or yeah. a, you know some kind of body kit underneath it you know I body see, wear I can see Tevez in a West Ham shirt with long yes. sleeve he's snooed yeah. on and his gloves on bless him absolutely <laughs> freezing him and Mascherano off. are like where the <laughs> hell are we landed what the hell I need to find my agent this is ridiculous <laughs> totally 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 so while we're talking about England I think there's something about those international countries where it's almost always the same mm. you know there's something great about that I think I think of Brazil and I mm -hmm. think of Italy where they rarely mess with it mm. France France have got some gorgeous kits they've done some great again with those sort of white stripes and then a couple of like really thin stripes yeah. below it Zidane yeah. yeah in those World Cup winning kits and but there long, is something long. to be said because you've got you've got to be careful that there's, there's a difference between being classy and sort mm -hmm. of understated there's a difference between that and being completely boring 
Yes. You can't just kind of think. And I think of, I actually think of Premier League football teams where they just regurgitate the same kit over and over again. Yeah. Liverpool for me, it's the same kit every season. It's yeah. not smart. I, I mean, they're sponsored by Nike at the moment. Just red, very understated, but in a completely boring way. And I, I'm going to throw this out there as well. Football teams who wear white, I've never seen a good oh, white football go. kit. I'm sorry. Yeah, and Leeds are go. up there with me. I've never yeah, seen a good Real Leeds Madrid kit. Real Madrid isn't an iconic kit. I haven't seen you know, a good Real Madrid Leeds kit. all white 1970s a, kit isn't no, no, an iconic no, no. kit. I've never se- I find it boring. Spurs kits, awful. Leeds kits, awful. I've never seen a good Real Madrid yeah, kit. I'd rather yeah, wear a Barcelona but... kit. Boring kits. Do you not think that as a Leeds fan that you're like, I wish we had something more going on with our colours? To a certain degree, but then there's just something about seeing like a lovely all-white kit that can just look great in the same way as, well, good little quick segue into rugby. Mm. You know, actually, you know, the all-blacks kit has got to be a classic sporting kit. I think there's something Never, different about black kits, with. though. Black yeah, kits are see, smart. I get that, but then if you are... You know, when you see England just playing the rugby union I'm talking about in an all-white strip mm. against the Kiwis in an all-black kit, there's something lovely yeah, about seeing that. Yeah. as they run out. Obviously, it gets very muddied very quickly and it soon loses its shine. But I know what you're saying, but there is something lovely about it. Uh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> well, just staying with football because we're talking about black kits. Mm-hmm. Venencia. Oh, yes. I'm so glad you mentioned them. Yes. Amazing. I'm so I mean, glad you mentioned them. And that is a great story as well because yeah. Valencia, mainly Syria B, Syria C, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. Uh, teams over many, many years, but have had this massive renaissance in, since the sort of 2020s, got bought out by American yeah. investment fund or whatever. And then they appointed a brand manager who came in and was like, hang on a minute, we're missing a trick. Venice is one of the most visited cities yep. in the world, but you don't see anyone walking around in their kit. Yeah. And so got on social media branding, worked with an iconic German branding firm and just made the Venencia kit, not just the home black kit with this little, oh, your two favourite colours, a little <laughs> orange and green accent on yep. them, but also then some stunning away kits. Stunning away kits. Went big on the gram, going around the city with stunning Italian men and women wearing these kits in yeah. like, I- iconic Venetian spots. Yeah. And they've become one of the most desirable and anticipated kits around. I t- I am, I'm so glad you mentioned it because I was going to talk about it as well. They are, there's, I mean, what a great idea as well to kind of Venice, yeah. a city of style, a city of culture, a city of beauty. Yeah. Why on earth would you not make their kits fashion statements and, yeah. you know, turn it into a part of their brand? They are absolutely stunning kits. I, I remember going to Venice a few years ago, just before the pandemic, with my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and we got to Venice and I'd never been before. It was the first time going. She'd been before. She took me on a trip there. We got on the first canal boat to take us into Venice because you kind of get yeah. dropped off at the, you go across that massive long bridge. Anyway, and she's sitting there next to me going, oh, we're at Venice, we're at Venice. And all I was looking at was the 20 Venetia fans coming behind me who were all wearing the kit. And my girlfriend was like, look at the architecture. Don't you think this canal's better? I was like, yeah, yeah, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Have you seen how nice that football kit is? All of them are wearing it. She was just like, are you 
you serious? I was like, no, 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 no. It's very lovely. I'll see Venice in a minute. How gorgeous is that kit? Oh, and it's true. Oh, Every yeah. one of their kits has been stunning. The yeah. away kits as well. They've got like an orange sash and then a, a green yeah. sash and then a black sash. Really gorgeous football Last kit. year's away it. kit is really good. It's almost like palm leaves in, in yes. black and stunning. green. It's just interacting. It's so gorgeous. And then I think there's something to say about what makes a good geometrical kit because mm. the vertical stripe is a great kit shape. Yeah. If you think of... West AC Milan, West Bromwich Albion, yep. AC Milan, Inter Milan, Barcelona, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Juventus, yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. There's just something about that vertical stripe that says football kit. 110%. It's Classic the kit that you always kit. see on, you know, village greens and football pitches as you're driving yeah. around. You always see someone in a stripy kit and those stripy yeah. kits are you know, synonymous for football. I think you're yeah. right as well. And I think being a supporter of a football team who has stripes as their kit there are quite a lot of variations you can have with it as well. The mm. di- the we're going to get really anal and <laughs> shitty about this now. The the length and the width of each stripe, uh, the shade of colours they can change gradient wise and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I remember Albion having a pinstripe shirt, brilliant kit. Yeah. I remember Albion having one thick one down the middle, brilliant kit. Barcelona yeah. have had loads of different goes at it. Yeah, the the diameter stuff. I I think for me it's probably the. I'm biased, obviously, because of West Brom. But I think it's the definitive football shirt, mm. that stripy kit. Okay, so just a word for other sports here, because yeah, we've, we've got, got very football obsessed yeah. here for a little bit. Mm. But I would say this, wouldn't I? But a shout out for refs kits. Hey, because talk to me about it. Talk to me about <laughs> it. Go for it. I'm here for it. Because, you know, traditionally, it used to be the ref was in black. Yeah. Right, you know, an all-black kit with possibly a coloured variation if one of the teams had black. But often... Old school, like no one would have black in the kit because that was the ref's kit and yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be allowed to challenge them. But what evolved, and obviously I'm coming from the perspective of rugby league refs, where I got to wear a lot of great kits over the years as a ref, it really evolved in the Super League era when Sky got involved, TV sports, etc. And then the refs started getting sponsored and the, yeah, they yeah. were more visible and part of the game. They were getting mic'd up, so the cameras were cutting to them too because they were part of the game and the try awarding all that sort of stuff so the kit started evolving from the classical black and they first started exploring with uh, a black and white stripe sort of a derivative of the american football yeah, yeah, the referee foot, of course the, which is a really which is a really iconic nice kit you know umpire kit and then they start playing with that and then it evolved into some really bold colors versions of those stripes and then then refs started getting fluorescent. It yeah. started happening in the Premier League as well that you, you would go into highlighter yellow kits and <laughs> yeah. highlighter green kits and even pink in some World Cups. And I've got some, I started collecting a lot of kits. And often, like players, you know, when I went down to referee in Australia or America, you'd end up swapping your ref kits or your oh, training gear. Brilliant, yeah. So I've got some lovely Australian refereeing uh, kits from the Australian ARL and Australian Super League kits. And that, again, the sponsor was TNT, which I think was like a big parcel delivery firm back in the day. Or something. Yeah, it's an explosive they, as well. It's an explosive. <laughs> and I was an explosive referee. <laughs> but I've got some lovely kits that I've really kept hold of, you know, that I, I yeah, yeah. kept, you know, um, which I really love. And some of the training kits uh, that I'm really, really proud of. I love that. Yeah, they're really, really nice stuff. And then, of course, again, with the advent of the Rugby Union World Cup, Rugby Union kits are different. Actually, players how they've evolved because 
They were always sort of like, you know, cotton trader-esque, heavy cotton. Yeah. Colour, universal colours, often just one colour. Wales red, England white, Scotland blue, Ireland green, New Zealand black, Australian, you know, orangey yellow. And it was universally. And then they've taken a long time, like so many parts of rugby union, to evolve into a more contemporary look. Yeah. um, Where they've started to go into body fit shirts, you know, because there's a competitive advantage in not being able to be grabbed with yeah. loose wear and but union has always stayed with sort of solid colors i i would say I, i've never bought a rugby kit in my life it's not my sport but mm. I, they are smart they are smart kits from mm. the union shirts i've always thought that they're very smart Trendy, ones you can wear with bar. a pair of jeans out and about yeah and you'd wear it to a wine bar and all that kind of mm. stuff totally um <laughs> france you ever go to wine bars you've mentioned wine bars I a only, couple of times i've we... never been to a wine bar before in my life but i will go no. wearing all of these kits now <laughs> that's what we might always say um but yeah i've always france that navy obviously because it's synonymous with the albion that navy yeah. deep dark blue is a really really gorgeous color on a, on a kit on any sort of sporting yes. kit scotland yeah. and france usually wear it um, yeah. France's rugby kits, France's rugby uni kits are really, really classy kits. I've always yeah. thought that, to be honest. I mean, another sport that is hampered by the traditional setting, cricket, you have to wear yeah. white. You know, you wear yeah. white uh, at test matches. That's the main sort of, I put in inverted commas, the main traditional form of the sport, you're wearing white. Yeah. But when the ODI started and yeah. when T20 started, they were all let yeah. loose. There are some absolute perlers of jazzy cool cricket shirts there yeah. are some absolute perlers and we haven't even started on the hundred as well the hundred no they've gone crazy the indian premier league like the, there isn't gorgeous, a good hundred kit kids. though i would say i don't like oh, any of the hundred kits rub, i think rub, they're rub. horrible manchester originals google it right now it is mm. the smartest cricket kit i've ever seen um geometric kind of like jaggedy jaggedy shape um jet black and then like a slate yeah. grey uh, um, that's really nice. lovely that's classic but I mean, Rob I just, never wear a Manchester Originals no you can't yeah not from where you're from um, Rob has just pulled up a fantastic picture circa what year would that be of some so this is 1992 the first um, one day World Cup that transferred to coloured kits yeah. because in the one day uh, cricket world cup they always used to wear white yeah. and in 1992 which was influenced by again cricket in Australia being bought by Kerry Packer, mm. another media mogul who really transformed the format of cricket and took it a bit away from test matches more towards these one day get formats and day night games. And they started introducing coloured kits way before this, but it took the international game a lot longer to get involved in this. And 1992 uh, World Cup in Australia was the first they had coloured kits. But what was interesting about this the style, the design was the same. They all yeah. had the same design, but they just changed the colour. So you've got England in that pale blue with each country like three horizontal stripes going across the shoulder. Pakistan in that classically unique Pakistan green. Lime green. Um, it's a gorgeous colour, that. Yeah, Sri Lanka in that blue, Australia in that goldy coloured. you got, I think, Zimbabwe might be that one in grey. Yeah. And the West Indies the in that Windies beautiful. The Burgundy, yeah, it's gorgeous. Such a classic West Indies red isn't it um gorgeous kit and i think that might be new zealand in that gray kit possibly um but yes um that was the first year and then of course one day cricket's just gone off since then hasn't it you know and i'm so glad and and they're really really nice kits i mean england when we won the world cup we won't talk about the world cup this year because we've been Mm, absolutely shocking absolutely Absolutely shocking. shocking but when we won it in 2019 
that throwback kit to that 92 it's it, almost like the same kit um that that pale kind of baby blue kit really really nice some of the um t20 shirts that england have wore i mean some of the stuff that have got i mean i mean castor the um yes. british is it is it british is it Andy is Murray? It? Didn't he wear custard and then he set up his own oh, maybe that's AMC one, yeah. one AMC yeah, which looks similarly in its branding? I'm sure it's British. Anyway, not entirely sure, but I'm sure it's British. Castor kit. Um, <laughs> not entirely sure, but I'm sure. I'm not entirely Actually, I'll, somebody Google it quickly. <laughs> I'm Googling uh, it now. Google it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, their kits, they've got some really nice kits now. And England wear... Um, Castor for their, I think they're wearing it at the moment over there in India. Well, they're back now because at the time of recording, because we weren't there very long. Right. Um, they've got some really smart kits and with like sort of lions in, in like the decal underneath the blue and the red, really, really cool football kits. Um, I want to say one th- other thing about a completely different sport. What's that, Jack? What do you want and, to say? Well, it's, 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 we've, it's a sport we've spoken about, but it's a competition mm-hmm. that we haven't really spoken about. Olympics yeah. football team gb football kit out of oh. this world kit that yes. was oh my word um really gorgeous like dark blue with like the union jack sort of emblazoned in the decal underneath and like a circle of half circle of white over the breast with the gb lion um and team gb on it really really underrated football kit that is in the olympics i mean some of the olympic kits are fantastically stunning well this is it's great great transition because i think you know the 2012 again stella mccartney G- team gb yeah. kits and then iconic athletics vests over the years um you know like just the classic sort of white vest with a red and blue horizontal stripe across that yeah. Steve Cram and Steve Ovet and Seb Coe were competing yeah. in the, the peak of those Olympic matches. Yeah, a- athletics over the years have been great. Some of those amazing US kits, again, Western East German yes. kits and, and and the classic iconic Jamaican kits sprinting down Gorgeous. in the in the yeah. races. So yeah, athletics were a big, big part of it. And, you know, I mean, obviously all sports, but my ski outfits are something to behold, Jack. I mean, I give, I give them a lot of thought. I give a lot of thought to the I'm colour composition, sure. the matching elements of the ski. And what's interesting about skiing is that you wear things on a mountain you would never wear anywhere else. You wear colour combinations that you wouldn't dream of putting together in yes. any other walk of life. But there's something about the dazzling white background that sets off a fluorescent colour, a, 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 you know, a terrible geometric pattern. So, I mean, absolute shell suit-esque, crazy, yeah, iconic, all-in-one kids. What a fantastic shirt. That's such a good shirt. You see pictures of people on, on Instagram and they go skiing and you're like, what the hell? hell are you wearing the most outlandish shades of colors that you've never seen before in your life it's absolutely mm. crazy but yeah i'm sure i'm sure it takes i'm sure you're in in your log cabin picking your your clothes oh, longer than God. you are on your feet on the slope yeah i mean i have to pay excess baggage taking my various <laughs> outfits i've evolved to such a place now where i sort of change daily yeah, uh, no, you know, sure. I've got a different, I mean, you know, different pieces together, you know, it's all sort of within a palette. <laughs> so I can change the combo of Salapet jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I, I, uh, I love that. Brilliant. I'm well up for yeah. that. Um, so maybe just to wrap this up from a kit perspective, thinking about, you know, what are the components? What makes a good kit? What do you think the component parts are? 
for me, it's uh, it has to. It's it's a tough one because there are two schools of thought. It's like go out there, go crazy, go insane, and make it outlandish, make it something you're going to remember, or yeah, make it really smart, really crisp, really interesting, but not overstated. So I feel like I lean more towards the smart trendy aspect of it so if there's a pattern within the shirt a kind of a crisp clean geometric colored pattern through it collars are incredibly important i can't stand v-necks they don't look good plus i'm as broad as a church mouse so my shoulders just don't look good in a v-neck shirt um (laughs) but i like the what on my hip shirt that i picked in my top three really smart kind of granddad collar with the bottom collars are very important but i think it's about I think it's about being bold enough to make a choice. Yeah. Something interesting within the show. Yeah. But not tradition so with a twist. Exactly. You've, you've, you've summed it up perfectly. So I'm thinking that Dutch shirt, I'm thinking that, mm. that England 1993rd kit, especially the blackout. I'm thinking the Arsenal shirt. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. the Albion shirt when Albion shirts that are very sort of smart and yeah. nothing too busy going on. But kind of some kind of, of nice Denmark's colours. kits over the years, oh, you know, Denmark. the little Hummel the quarter, derivatives and yeah. The quarter Denmark shirt with each quarter had different mm. uh shades of red and different yeah. length uh, different width stripes in it. Oh it's yeah. gorgeous. Very, very good. Hummel, yeah. very, very yeah. smart. Um so that would it that would be it for me. I think understated, smart, crisp class. That's what I'm going for. I love a blackout yeah. shirt for me. They're they're up there yeah. for me. Yeah. What about yeah, you, Rob? Are we going outlandish sense. or are we going... I like tradition with a twist. I mean, I think there's sort of different categories, isn't there? There's all-out tradition, there's tradition with a twist, and there's kind of crazy innovation kits that mm. sort of change the game a little bit over time, mm. either through a pattern or a fabric or a shape. And so, you know, everyone's made some horrors over time. Maybe that's a whole other episode, some of the worst yeah, kits have. of all time. Oh, God, they're epic. Yeah, I like a tradition. And I like, so for example, again, in rugby league, for a long time, all the international teams just had a V. They'd mm. have a, a um, one big V or two Vs down the centre of the chest. And all the countries had it. Australia still classically wear the kangaroo shirt. Yeah. Beautiful kit green with the golden um v and the gb used to be white with a, a blue and red v kiwis black with a white v all the international teams had the same v i was looking into this and apparently it's to do with well they're not quite sure where the v came from but possibly they think from the cricket sweater um oh, that evolved yes. in the international matches where you'd have the deep v white sweater but with a colored trim to denote the countries and that sort of evolved into the international yeah. rugby kits to sort of distinguish it from the international rugby union kits which were always traditionally playing as we've yeah, discussed yeah, yeah. so that's an intro i like the evolution of those sort of things but yes yeah i think it is for me color is key yes color, color is key, is key. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a good fit and i like tradition with a twist and and again i just think the art of a good kit manufacturer mm. is being faithful to the club that they're representing, but also including a bit of their brand in it. And I, I think, think we agree. That's the art of it. I think we and agree. And Adidas have always nailed Adidas. that really brilliantly. I they think. are fantastic. I mean, when West Brom were looked after them for a few years in the Premier League, some of the best kits we've ever had. They're so yeah. smart. Nike, yeah. not so good. Puma, okay. I mean, we could go, we could literally have a podcast just about kits. And all the yeah. different facets of kits. Oh man, I think there might actually be one. Um, 
I, I want to mention also te- tennis kits. Oh, There's been yes. some amazing Stefan yes. Edberg kits over the year, oh. the Ivan Lendl classic kits. Yes. You know, Federer's kits and, and, and Serena Williams. Some and of Nadal's she did in taking some of the kits. Bright orange shorts for Nadal at, yeah. uh, on the clay. Absolutely gorgeous. And, and if, if Adidas own football kits, Nike own tennis kits. I think, you know, they've really yeah. just managed to just, yeah. uh, the, the single swoosh and the colour combinations, they seem to have owned that. Very, um, very smart. Totally with I mean, you. we haven't gone anywhere near American football or American sports or oh, baseball kits or hours. Um, oh my yeah, God, we could be ice hockey hours. kits and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, wow. So, I mean, God, this staged our athletic kit is going to be Well, I was going to say, Caitlin has future, just, Caitlin has just come in. Um, yeah. And she has kind of beckoned us over. And I'm pretty sure... Maybe she's got news. uh, She might be with... Is that... She's got a bag full of Adidas kits. Oh, my God. Is this it? Oh, God. It could be... This could be it. Either that or she's just on her way to yoga. Either that or she's just... Oh, she's probably off to yoga. You've been where? Yeah, Yeah, she's been to yoga. Ah. Oh, well, I mean, another time, you know, we do a run before we can walk. I'll take... uh, We'll we'll start with Macron. Macron. Yeah, that'll do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorted. I'm a Adidas kid. Adidas kid. Yeah, I'm a Adidas you. All the way from my top to my shoes. And I still take your girl while you're wearing moves. I'm a Adidas kid. Yeah, I'm a Adidas you. All the way from my top to my shoes. And I still take your girl while you're wearing moves. I'm a Adidas kid. Adidas kid. Yeah, I'm a Adidas you. All the way from my top to my shoes. And I still take your girl while you're wearing moves.